But you know, the Celtics are starting to play again. They're looking good. And when they play, they look good. And when they play, they look good. Oh no, it's it's season two of the ATO show, uh, now a, a Sixers Adam business. Oh gosh, uh, oh, Full House tonight, sad. Matt Ignall, Sam Sheehan, Jack Michael, Lucky's Pipe, my brother Jonathan, the, the we got in here. People say we, we talk too much about politics on this podcast, <laughs> uh, but basketball's back, uh, mm-hmm. so no more politics, let's talk right. basketball. Well, okay, real quick though, um, Adam Murray, go. Um, he wants us to weigh in um, as a show on the China thing. Uh, we won't be doing that, uh, but we will. Adam wants everyone to know that the show supports uh, BDS. So, yeah, any uh, remember, as always, uh, any hate any, comments, any anything any, on that, uh, yeah, direct it to Adam. I think Daryl did this on purpose. Yes, Galaxy. yes, I think so. I think he was trying to do that. <laughs> I think didn't for Tito, uh, didn't he like like a few comments from just random fans uh, yeah, saying like Daryl Moore should get yes. fired. Yes, can save money that way. That's right. No, I, I couldn't imagine. You know, an authoritarian regime coming to power in the U.S. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> or the U.S. Uh, invading another country's territorial sovereignty. <laughs> That's why we, I, 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 as a Sixers go. Adam business, we work in the United States. <laughs> but uh, unrelated, the ATO show oh. is hitting the road. You know, we'll, we'll be in, in Shanghai this Friday. And then, yes. Uh, <laughs> Live show. Live show. Right. Sorry, I know we should do the plugs at the end, but come meet us. We're going to be in the Yangtze <laughs> province. Um, it's going to be a great show. Um, we're going to have a couple other acts um, there for us. One Shining Podcast Farewell Show will also be opening there for us. Uh, we're also going to have the Red Scare Girls with us. Red Scare, um, One Shining Podcast ATO Show all together. So, uh, yeah, please. Uh, Carolyn Calloway might stop by. I really appreciate, though, that Daryl Morey actually, you know, was willing to put truth to power to say that the harder you do capitalism, the more communism you do. No, All right. China's, um, China's a communist country for sure. So I didn't no, watch. Sure, I did not watch the the Celtics game. My only, I my I did not get my league pass set up in time. The only uh, thing I've seen is uh, the Roosman's post about it. Um, but uh, can can someone fill me in here? What happened? Um. So uh, I mean, long story short. Um, the center rotation looked somehow worse um, than kind of our worst fears. Um, Rob didn't really look all that different um, in a starting role, which I don't know. I'm, I'm not willing. No, people are a little more panicked about that than I am. I think he'll eventually settle down. But he had a lot of the same Rob problems where jumping too early for shots, getting a little turned around in the defense. And then Enos Cantor came in and just – Oh my God! Like it was so much worse than I thought it was going to be. Well, well so Sam, Sam, if I may, if okay. I may, with 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 Cantor, Terry Rozier did run a successful pick and roll around it. So yeah. I don't that's, know. That's that's a that is an indication of how bad uh, Enos Cantor is at pick and roll defense. Oh, oh wait, wait, Terry Terry's not on the Celtics anymore. Yes, yes, he's, he's not. What? I, oh, yeah, Terry's not on the Celtics anymore, Jack. I'm sorry. What? Um, Since but when? For, but Kyrie Irving is is also not so. Uh, I don't know if who? You that either. Oh yeah, I'm not familiar either. Oh, um, we, but you can say about Cantor though that he was able to secure like Mossad agents <laughs> with Bill Clinton on the front row, and they were like they were throw, they were running Apo on defense. They were just calling out like different different yeah. like offensive sets, and like the that Hornets were actually listening nice. to him, and it got him really confused. That's so, something that was good. 
Yeah, no, that's something the Celtics haven't had in a while, someone with access to um, Clinton Foundation money. So, um, you know, Enos Cantor, it's also going to help out, um, you know, for scouting purposes in terms of, you know, getting out ahead of the, um, you know, some of the scouting while these guys are still in high school. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, so Enos Cantor cannot play defense is what we're tell- what you're saying? Yes. No, and he's I, I, he's, it, he's not good. The good news. Did with, they start Time Lord? Morgan, what's that? Yeah. No. Oh, no, Robert Williams started. Yeah, he's Time Lord. Uh, did uh, <laughs> was he? So he was. He was bad on defense. Was he? Was he? he, he like, uh, yeah, he was bad on defense. It was like, it was the thing like last year where he's like very clearly has tools and it's just like mental gaffes. Like he's like, it's just like the same thing. That we saw at a Time Lord last year, where it's, you know he's still tantalizing. He's still got this incredible sphere of like being able to like block shots and affect the ball, but he just wasn't really d- didn't look ready this time around. Sam, um, how can you block shots and affect the ball if you're not always on the ball? So he decided I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that problem by always being on the ball. Yeah, even yeah. though he might not <laughs> should be on the ball. Um, I love Robert. I think that he's kind of going to be the Celtics' path. Like he's he's gonna he's gonna be the one that unlocks the Celtics' ceiling. Um, and I, I do think he will get better. I mean, this is like his second year in the league. Big man defense is incredibly hard to play. Um, but I, it doesn't look like that's something the Celtics should necessarily count on when it comes to like being good this year, or at least at the beginning of this year. And Cantor was abysmal. The good news is that like uh, Vincent Poirier is um, did look serviceable. Very serviceable, set some really good screens, um, seemed pretty mobile containing the pick and roll, not given it was the Charlotte Hornets, who don't exactly have like, like the best guards. I'll do apologies to Terry. So, But that was kind of the big story, I think, coming out of the game was, holy shit, uh, big negative story, I should say, was holy shit, like the, the center, we probably have the worst center rotation in the NBA. Okay, um, but but you, you made the point that the Celtics should probably invest in Time Lord because he's there key to unlocking their potential because he's the only guy who can theoretically get it done on both ends. Is it a matter of reps, do you think? I think... I, I See, I... I'm not... I don't really know. I think it's I think it's figuring out... Um, I think it's just... Yeah, I, reps, I think, would be part of it. I think um, rotations... I mean, putting Time Lord in a rotation where he's not, not playing with Smart, I think, is a bad thing because he, he needs teammates who can, like kind of talk to him and that they started a pretty young starting lineup. They started Kemba Walker, who's not used to the system, um, you know, Tatum and Brown, who are you know, third and fourth years respectively, you know, um, you know, those guys can play defense, but they're not like, you know, I think he needs more of like a vet, tr- true vet presence in Marcus Smart, who's going to like, um, or great kind of talk yeah. him through things. Yeah. I think Rob just needs more help communication wise and also needs to be kind of quite lightly bullied um, on that end and to not like uh, kind of going for every shot. But I'm, I'm still, I'm not as doom and gloom. Some people were really out on like Rob after the game, but we're like, Oh, he hasn't figured it out by preseason of his sophomore year. This is, we got to move on. This is it. I think uh, so. I don't know. I'm more hopeful than that. The good news is Gordon Hayward looked Great. Instead of Jason. Hold on. I want, I want to talk more about the, the center rotation. Uh, Jonathan, and, and any, any thoughts on the on the Celtic centers? Yeah, no, it's a bad sign um, when you want Marcus Smart on the floor with Time Lord because you probably also want him with Ennis Cantor too. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's um, much break for Marcus in that scenario. I think we're going to really struggle. Uh, but, I mean, on the other side of the coin, we can really score the ball, and I believe that. So we're going to – at least they're going to be exciting games. Yeah. I'm very interested to see, like, uh, Grant Williams also at the center. It, it'll be very small, mm-hmm. but he's sir, he's very good. And he knows yeah. he knows where to go on defense. Right. And I think when we saw that, like, as Enos Cantor actually ended the game um, pretty up there in plus minus, and that was almost entirely on the back of happening to play minutes with Carson Edwards and Grant Williams, who, you know, really buoyed um, anybody they played with. They were, I mean, the rookies were kind of outstanding. (laughs) It was, this was my first time, I hadn't really paid attention this is my first time really seeing Carson play and holy shit he's Carson might I don't want to like get too far ahead of myself but he might like be like really special like he's he's fucking incredible like shooting the ball it's wild yeah it's really it's really refreshing to have a heat check guy that can actually hit shots like we've had a lot of heat check guys Marcus Smart the only shot I'll probably ever take at Marcus but it's it's actually cool and really awesome to watch Carson Edwards fire away from deep and hit with consistency the same thing that he brings on offense, he was bringing it on defense too. Well, I mean, he's not the yeah. greatest defender, but he has that like, you know, that pit bull to him. He's just yeah. fun to watch, man. He's a spark plug. It's crazy. He's on, he, he's just constantly running around with his hair on fire. It's great. He's at fun. one point in the third quarter, he and Enos did successfully snap out a one-five pick and roll that I thought would be just a free <laughs> two points. So you know, Carson is at least did at least do uh, you know relatively well there. Um. Yeah, no, I think I think the story of the game for me was um, Carson and Grant both were pretty much as advertised, um, you know, and uh, Gordon Hayward and Jason Tatum looked pretty much the best that you could hope those guys would look, and then, you know, just the centers were a disaster. So um, 11 points for Carson Edwards on four of nine shooting, three of six from three. He was plus 11. Grant Williams, of course, was plus 14. Uh, doesn't again? I didn't watch the game. I'm just looking at the box score here. It doesn't look like the starters outplayed the, the Hornets, uh, who are basically the worst team in the league. Should I be concerned? There wasn't much urgency there. Um, I don't think. I mean, defensively, that's what it was. I mean, they gave it all back on defense. They did look really good when they were scoring the board. Gordon Hayward looked fast, which after two years of looking slow, it looks like he's finally back to 100. percent Jason Tatum. Showed off like Jason Tatum, like looked like I've always wanted him to play, like taking like threes and like uh, getting to the rim and just doing real, real big rocket shot chart energy. But like, up uh, like even beyond that, just like getting shots up, like with, with that, that like in a hurry, like making decisions in a hurry. Like there was one time. I like very distinctly remember this. He was like sort of in like the near like the break. Um, in the three-point line, and and like he would have absolutely dribbled into a long two like last year, and he just put up the three immediately and banked and like just cashed it. Like it was, and if that's the Jason Tatum that shows up, like he he looked like the all-star that we've like kind of been waiting for. Um, Jalen Brown more of a mixed bag, um, I guess if you were looking for another negative, but um, not bad, but also not good. Do you show any flashes of growth? 
Yeah, I mean, he was attacking. You know, he was being aggressive. He was driving in. There was a pretty cool point where he tried to, like, um, flush it over Cody Zeller, and he got way high up there. Um, so, you know, the athleticism is clearly there. But then less good because he couldn't convert it, and he almost hurt himself <laughs> coming down on Cody Zeller. But um, it was uh, it was great. I, honestly, like, um, you know, it's the, the Hornets. Hornets might be better um, than we think they are because the, they're – they're bad. They don't have any guys, but all their guys are like pros. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not like they don't have they don't have like, like a lot of bad players on the Hornets. Um, but yeah, then again, right? Like I said, really don't have a lot need. of bad. Yeah, they've got an all star in Terry Rozier. I, I mean, honestly, if we're keeping it a buck, Terry actually looked pretty good. Any other takeaways from the game? What do you guys got? Well, if you say Taco shouldn't play basketball in the NBA <laughs> next year then you're probably going to be killed online. I think he should probably be on the main. Like, they should do everything they can to keep him in the system. But, like, he does need to work on some stuff. Like, yeah. free throws and playing basketball. But he does yeah. things that no other human can do. So that's pretty fun. Like, it's I love watching him. Like, yeah. him and Grant and Carson and Tremont. It's like, it's the Summer League squad. They're fun, they're fun as fuck. So out of all... Oh. All those dudes fighting for the two-way spots and the end of the bench roster. How many can make it? Like Struss is our Struis is already on a uh, on the two-way. So Struis, um, can you get can you yeah. get him off the team and slide in Javante Green, please? Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, that's that's kind of yeah. Well, that's that's kind of what everybody was sort of saying was like the takeaway last night. But holy shit, Javante Green looked good. <laughs> good God, he just he had like so many powerful dunks. Like, it certainly seemed like he was pretty thunderous. And honestly, Tremont Waters looked like he was diamond up guys, like, pretty well. Like, I do not understand how he's, he's he's amazing at defense. People, like, forget about him. He just steals the ball. Like, he he's so many, like, weak side steals in yeah. the summer league. And last night, it's just him and Carson work really well together, like, closing yeah. space. Yeah, it does seem, I agree with Jonathan. I do think it's, it's suspect that that other guy got, has the two-way spot. Somebody asked me this online, and I don't know the details, but I, I think the Celtics can, like, cut a guy and, like, you know, move their two-way spot. I think they did something like that last year with, like, um, so Walter Lemon or someone like that got cut. Um, they gave it to someone yeah. else, or maybe Walter Lemon got the spot from someone else. So it's possible to, like, move someone over. But the Celtics kind of have a lot of these interesting guys at the end of the bench there you know we're gonna have to see what happens during the rest of summer league but like just based on today i would give you know uh, javante green i would just give the 15th spot to um i know the celtics like to keep an open roster spot in season um they have no money like there's no movable contracts there's no money so i don't know why why you want the extra roster spot you're unless you're like planning on trading Kemba or Gordon Hayward or something like you're you're gonna you're not gonna need you're gonna be sending out multiple guys for one guy so I don't know why you would need a 15th roster spot um you know um oh uh also just real quick uh Daniel Tice Edis Cantor uh after January 13 that does work for Kelly Olenek let's trade <laughs> just putting that out there I, I read somewhere that Struis was uh, promised a roster spot or promised a two way at least. Any yeah, any he has. A two-way. Yeah, no, he has he a two way. Promised it, you know, like. So I mean, are they going to go back on that? Like, no, should. they said. Um, 
they said if if you plan to have me, I plan on coming back. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. So that means that means the reason Struce waves that number is so no one else will. <laughs> yeah, get it, get him out of here. I'm yeah, um, Javante Green went seven for seven for fifteen points, hit a three. With the rest just dunks, I assume. Yeah, yeah. loud. They're mostly dunks. dunks. Very floater. Really had like one floater kind of thing. Yeah. No, uh, he was he, he like once garbage time like well I'd call it garbage time I guess prospect time. You know, in the summer league games, like fourth quarter, it tends to be like the the Charlotte had the Martins from Nevada out there, who I kind of like. They actually played pretty well, but it was like them. Ver- it was basically the the Charlotte's Martin brothers versus like the Celtic summer league squad, and they just beefed them. Grant Williams uh, saved the game, actually, uh, big rebound, very important. Grant looked great. I, I, we're we're kind of papering over Grant too, but. Grant was like as advertised, just really smart. He had a couple of bad um, defensive lapses sometimes where rookies like rookies do, but he also like covered Enos's ass a couple of times, and um, you know just was there, you know, in the right place, making the right play a lot. All right, question mm-hmm. question for y'all. Uh, what are the major questions facing the Celtics at this point? How can we how can we get the beers, man? Yeah, that would. That'd be pretty sick. Like you could put Grant Williams in that same role, and he's like a not fat version of Sollinger, maybe with yeah. less rim defense. But like Sollinger wasn't good at the rim, yeah. so I don't know. I w- they definitely have they they have as you would say, uh, Bernie went um then with with the program of socialized mids because their <laughs> centers are super mids. It's like yes, everybody's yes. just like fucking right down. Front Street Mill. Really? Like, well, the Celtics celebrated when they got <laughs> in his cancer. He was playing A. Uh, playing CIA. <laughs> Headlines. <laughs> Box office week. Joker opens to number one with a phenomenal $93.5 million and $234 million worldwide. as the biggest October opening ever. And the fourth biggest opening ever for an R-rated film. I, I used saw to it. think that the Joker movie was a tragedy. But then I saw it, and I realized <laughs> it's a comedy. <laughs> it's a comedy. Oh, God. So I got uh, I got arrested for uh, not being able to stop laughing um, during the Joker movie. Because um, I, I tried to go by myself. Um, there's no, they didn't allow a single man in there. Um, but uh, so they, let, they did me a favor, and they just let me in anyway. Um, and I was laughing, you know, like you do at all the violent parts, hooting, stamping. Um, and they took me outside when the cops were questioning me. They said, why were you laughing? And I said, see, you guys all laugh at me because I'm different. <laughs> but I laugh at you guys because you're all the same. <laughs> Chalker's trick. Okay. Um, Listen. Headline. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Headline. Kevin Durant. When I was a kid, I just always wanted to be a comedian. And then I was like, look who's laughing now. <laughs> Headline. This is a quote from, from Kevin Durant. Fans expect players to join the Knicks because of their brand, but players have grown up watching the Knicks suck, and they aren't cool anymore. I mean, I mean show me the lie. Yeah, it's show true. me the lie. Yeah. 
Like the Knicks, the Knicks have become like a place for like players who just are like active hedonists, like practicing hedonists are are like like are the only ones who like go to New York. Like who's the who is the defining New York Knick of our generation? Uh, Danilo Gallinari. Yeah, I was gonna say no. It's if you said Carmelo Anthony, you're wrong. It's Jared Smith and Danilo Gallinari. I feel like Jared Jeffries. Like. <laughs> Yeah, a, a guy, Ray Jared Felton. Jeffries, who had active blackmail. Jared, Jared Jeffries, who probably was like a uh, being groomed as an Epstein secondary <laughs> person. The amount of compromise that he had on the Knicks front office for the amount of contracts he, he got. No, I mean, I just remember when Daniel Galladari, like, was first, like, went over there when he was, like, 18. And, like, I fuck, I, it's like. A mad Instagram like wasn't big then because it like the rumors were that he was like literally with like a different like what we would call Insta thought now <laughs> like every <laughs> single day, and I, I'm very upset that I like I missed that chapter of his life. Jared Smith's legendary trying to get the pipe, throwing the guy's cell phone into the things. Oh. I mean, that, Ray Felton having two Smith. two separate stints with the Knicks yeah. is that I think right like oh it's, yeah it's it's basically like that entire team. The year before Amari. Yeah, no, his his plus minus on his Knicks years were plus eighty pounds. <laughs> also, Ronnie Turiaf, he was pretty good. Oh yeah, oh, and like Oh God, Novocaine, baby, dude. Marcus Morris in New York is gonna fucking rule. He can drink through the night. The places don't close every day, every single every day. Night. Yeah, fuck, he rocks, dude. Starting shit with Justin Anderson might be the funniest player in the NBA he could start shit with. Like, I don't know. Well, it's, it's, it's just like, it's it, it's like one preseason. Low silly. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to get ejected for a, a preseason game. And it's also the most, like, Knicks thing ever. Because <laughs> I, th- I feel like they start shit every single preseason. So funny. Goddamn. Headline. <laughs> Kyle Lowry and the Toronto Raptors have agreed on a one-year, $31 million contract extension that takes the five-time All-Star guard out of July's free agency market. Oh, snap. Are the Raptors going to be good? Like, probably, right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think the East just might be bad, honestly. Like, like they, they just yeah, might be. I know we're, like, not good. I can yeah. just like bid call space fade and just be like, yeah, no, yeah. we're not good. Like I was I was I was looking at like the rest of the East after like well the the, the NBA champion uh Philadelphia 76ers and yeah. then the Bucks and then it like it's it, it it really does kind of fall off after that in the East. Like you have the Pacers who like, okay, we don't know when Oladipo is getting back, and they lost Bogdanovich, who was actually like a good player for them. And then you have like us and we're like whatever you have the nets who are you know well with the leadership of Kyrie, playoffs well with no with the leadership of Kyrie Irving I think they have a chance to at least crack you know they'll be the three seed probably you know with 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 that with that with that locker room presence all. three seed in the lottery <laughs> so but yeah it's gonna be like I don't know like I just look at the east and I'm like wow that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of bad <laughs> so it might just Brooklyn be like three energy. <laughs> it might just be like three to eight in the east just kind of sucks yeah i mean the, the heat are fine i think um they'll be like yeah. uh, fine but, i mean they're they're the heat are the definition of a team that maybe might win one 
playoff series. Um, there's someone else who's not. I mean, the Raptors. God knows what's going to happen with them. Like I don't know. You could tell me the Raptors are the seventh seed. You could tell me they're the third seed, and I, yeah. neither of that would surprise me. Like, and I mean, honestly, I, I don't know. You could say that with the Celtics too. I feel like it's it's just weird like that. Yeah, I hope it's not. I mean, that 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 would just be a center. Like, I feel like it would be like there are centered issues are bad because I think I think I think the Celtics are going to have a top five offense this year. Mm-hmm. Mark that down. Mark that down. Yeah, they feel, like a, they they also, feel like a high floor, low ceiling kind of team. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's, what what I'm scared of. that's what I'm scared of. Yeah, they might not. We, we I we we really just might not have the firepower to like hang with. The, this is why I'm setting up the 76ers bit because I I mean I don't know unless they would the 76ers would need to have a true and honest brain fart, which is why I think the regular season games are going to be very important because if we can like win three out of one or something like that and just make Ben Simmons and Embiid like fucking mad. <laughs> Cause like we're kind of there, like us and the Raptors are like, they're like they, they, that's like the team they like hate. So like, if you could like, if you could like fuck with them a little bit in the regular season and like them for, they finally have the better team, but they still can't beat us. That would be very funny. Like <laughs> it'd be cool if that could happen. Um, Celtics we'll be we'll be we'll be three of their six losses on the season. I, I'm watching Lonzo Ball's shot here. It looks way better. Like looks yeah. good. It looks like a shot. <laughs> did a, did a, and then now I'm seeing Markel Fultz. Like he told the reverse layup. You doing saw? a behind the back dribble and tomahawk yeah. finish. Yeah, Markel looks good, man. Like he just needed to. That's awesome. This is the best case scenario. Where he just needed a supportive organization around him with with you know people that actually care. You know, that's that's and a fan base that actually fans. This Trey Young dribbling, nutmegging JJ Redick for yeah. <laughs> also, Zion, also Zion obliterating the rim. Um, the, like twice in a minute. Yeah. The um, no oh, lots of lot, for the NBA. This is, the, I mean, honestly, this is kind of the best case scenario. I love that all these Lakers and Sixers young guys that are were like are thriving outside of the organization. Markel Fultz, this is literally the perfect thing for Markel Fultz if he could be an All Star this year. This is the, the the greatest way this Markel Fultz saga could have gone. If he like leads Orlando to the playoffs and they like play in the first round, can you imagine? And he's just annihilating Josh Richardson over and over and over again. How fucking funny that would be. <laughs> give, give, give me your takes or what we can expect the, the rest of the preseason or something. I don't know. Just give me anything. Jonathan, let's start with you. What do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. Is Gordon Hayward's elbow hurt or is he fine? I think he was fine. I didn't hear, see any news on it, so. Yeah, was no. Fine. I really hope Gordon can play the rest of the preseason i think the more reps he can have to build confidence against inferior opponents in meaningless situations is good for him since he probably hasn't played sam wake up uh hasn't played too much <laughs> uh too much uh live action recently and meaningful minutes uh, i'm really not sure what the starting lineup's going to be i don't think there's many good options at center but you're get you're gonna have to pick one of them um is marcus smart going to the bench how it looks right now. I mean, honestly, I would start him at center. <laughs> Why yeah, the fuck not? I think it makes sense but, to have Marcus come off the bench, mostly because you know he'll be okay with it. He's already gotten paid. He likes that role. 
Other guys would be disgruntled. Yeah, yeah. We don't need any additional chemistry issues. So Marcus Smart yeah, off the yeah. bench just probably seems like the right move. Yeah. Uh, that, that will keep everybody gruntled. <laughs> Maximum gruntled. Um, yeah, I, I think I, what I'd like to see, I'd like to see Time Lord kind of get it back together. Um, I, I'm still a believer that he's he's like he's got the potential to be like kind of a perfect modern center. Um, especially just where like he can like dime guys up like like Robert Williams is actually kind of a, a great passer <laughs> like which we don't really he's not he's still not a shooter but like I don't know Robert Williams as a role man catching it and then kicking it back out like I think he's gonna have that in his game um, and I think that you know somebody like Kemba that can find him I just I think Robert has a clear role in the offense and he also has a clear role in the defense that where he can guard both big guys and small guys and um, I think he's just kind of perfect for what the Celtics need. So I'd really like to see the Celtics sort of settle him down here in the preseason. Honestly, I think I'd rather see, I'd rather them like start the season like 10 and 10 getting Robert reps than like, you know, be 14 and what, six with Enos Cantor, like figuring in prominently. Like, I don't know. I, I really think this needs to be a priority for the team. Unless you think that there's some center that you can get out there at the trade deadline for cheap, because that's that's clearly going to be the Celtics' like biggest Achilles heel this season and interior defense. Yeah, kind of along the lines of, of getting people reps. I want to see the rookies. Uh, I, I don't know if it's get a lot of reps or just you know play well. Like I want to see Romeo Langford prove himself a bit because there are people who are you know who are still questioning the shot, who are questioning if he's even good, who are now saying that Tyler Hero is better than him, even though Tyler Hero has, like, T-Rex arms. Um, and I want to see, you know, I want to see how a guy like Carson Edwards can play in the NBA, you know, where he's not, you know, just, just the guy with the biggest thighs on the floor. I just want to see Jalen get that four-year, $105 million bag. That'd be Woo! sick. He can yes, do a lot of agreed. good investments with that shit in the communities <laughs> and such. And maybe invent some shit. Who knows? But that'd be cool. Hire a friend. Tell him don't cut the flat top. What are you doing, please, oh. Scott? Don't do it. Yeah, generally, I'm I was against it, and I think I still am. But he does look mean as fuck. Like he looks like he does look mean. It's he looks true. burly, yes. nerd. Like he just yeah. yeah. Like yes, I think he does look burly. Yeah. Like he's just he's he's just like a club bouncer. Like he was just gonna toss yes. someone. I'm down with that. yes. It's tough. The, the, his cool factor took a hit, but he is definitely burly now. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll adjust when we do our uh, dunkings and drag screens. Uh, <laughs> it, it really, honestly, it really fucked with me in the game. I kept thinking, like, who's number seven? <laughs> like, like, it took me like two minutes of like, like looking at it to get used to it. That's what that's what you get for uh, for watching the Celtics. <laughs> All right, well, that's our show. When you go to a Nets game. Yep, ironically. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to ironically wear my, my Nets hoodie um, and my, my Nets Kyrie shirt that I bought ironically to, you know, to post pictures of myself on the internet with to make people upset. Did you get the Kyrie one at least? Because it's just irony. Well, no, well, the Kyrie one, because they, they have like the lawsuit now, but I have the hoodie, the Coogee hoodie, yeah. Uh, you should get like a counterfeit one in like Chinatown. I'm sure they exist. 
Well, don't give that money. But once they once they hear this episode, they're going to not. Yeah, I don't think I'll be allowed there anymore. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to send Adam to negotiate first. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, guys, remember any like suggestions for future shows, anything at all that you want. Sixers Adam is your guy. Like I, I I can't stress. The ATA show uh, opposes the Israel apartheid state. (laughs) Um, and any questions you have? That's our show, this, everyone. Right? <laughs> have a Sam Sheen. Lucky Spike Jack Michael. I told you to introduce me as the Jack. The Jack. Break all complaints to Sixers Adam. We'll be back sometime. <laughs> it's getting crazy out there. But you know, the Celtics are starting to play again. They're looking good. And when they play, they look good. If we ever do get Jared on, I'm demanding that if he wins his bet against Nate Duncan um, for uh, dinner, that I get to go with him. He's definitely going to lose the game. I listen to that podcast. Uh, I, I...